Touche. 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 Did you say douche? Douche. Oh, it's really good. Uh, Becca Blackwell. I don't even know. I couldn't be happier to see anyone. No offense, Chef. I couldn't be happier to see anyone in my bedroom more right now. Yeah. Let's get the rumor mill going. I have no problem with it. We're all scissoring, no... actually. Right We're now. All... <laughs> our legs are entwined and our genitals are just poking around. And Let me undo my sex blanket. It's Hold just on like a, a fucking child swing set down there. Like the one... <laughs> That has like all the different options, you know. <laughs> so all the different stuff. options. Oh my God. <laughs> Becca Blackwell. That's true. I can't thank you enough for coming and joining us here today. We were like, oh my God, Becca's gonna come. We're getting C U M. Yeah. Yeah. We think of you as a get. We're really, really excited. We've got kombucha. I know. I couldn't get the watermelon kombucha. I didn't even know there was a watermelon. Yeah, and I and I and it's good because when you're on testosterone, it it it, you get hot, and watermelon is cooling. So, really, yeah. I couldn't find it, so you're just gonna have to deal with gingerbread. Yeah, ginger is actually ginger is a heat. Heating food, so it's so like, why did you say yes to the gingerbread? Because I'm a redhead, and so I just wanted to be like connected Get to what fire. I. Yeah, I all wanted right, my right. pubes to even. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, I'm there. Calm down, everyone. I'm there. Oh, you're no, in, you I'm get, there. Turn it, up. <laughs> turn it. Let me just turn this up. Hey, okay, I'm gonna have to mess with that. Um, I need to start. For, when did we meet? I know when we met. Yeah. We met at the Ritz. Am I right? At the Ritz mm-hmm. uptown, that midtown. Place on 46? Yes. Aaron was doing something. Or and what, I was, was doing something. It was Bridget's show. Bridget and show. Corey Tut's. Bridget and Corey Tut's show. And Bridget would ask us to come. Like we would practice numbers before we did them right. at our hit parade. And it was great. Oh, and Bridget, that's what that Bridget was. Bridget was like, yeah. oh, you get paid to do a number. Come and practice your numbers here. And it was the best. It was the best. And it started yeah. at like 1 a.m. On a Sunday. Yeah, I remember it was, it was crazy. Yeah, I remember it was, I, I think one of the nights, uh, Aaron and I got pretty wasted, and Pilo took a photo of us right before Aaron tried to do some move, and I wasn't prepared for it, and then <laughs> fell down the ground, and their head cracked open. <gasps> Your head cracked open? No, Aaron's. Shut up. Yeah. I was like there that I night. Might have, then there was blood I everywhere. Don't know. I don't know. That's amazing. Up, the upstairs, remember there's an upstairs that had like I don't think there was anyone there at the time. Did you have to go to the hospital? No, no. No, we just we just kept with it. Great, great. It's 2010. It was 2010. That's where we met. And then of course the downtown land, the scene, the hip yeah. parade. And then our hip parade, I think I, I would see you there almost all the time. Every when was that? Was that every month? Or is it every It was week? every month. Yeah, okay. it was every month. Yeah. <gasps> and then I was just like, I love you so much. Mm, no, and then that was, I, I mean, there's so many people that were a part of that. I know, yeah. yeah. That was like a, a beautiful, that wild... That was a time, man. Yeah, yeah. That was a time. How long did our parade last? Three-ish years. Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. it? Yeah. When did it start? 2009 or eight? Oh, God, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> when did it end? 2012. Nine to 12 or something? Something like that, maybe. It was a good time. Lots of videos on YouTube. You can check them out. If you don't know what we're talking about, our hit parade at Joe's Pub, Mm -hmm. go to YouTube, check it out. How do you two know each other? When did you two meet? Kind of through all those people. Yeah, kind of through Larry. Downtown scene. Mm -hmm. Larry Crumb. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Or 
Yeah, it was always like that peripheral. Yeah, I don't think it was ever like, ladies and gentlemen, Becca, Jeff. (laughs) Isn't it? Isn't it? (laughs) We held hands. (laughs) I do it. Isn't it? I mean, the downtown scene is, I I don't think I would be alive without it. Is that, I don't, I don't feel like I'm exaggerating when I say that. No, and I think, I think that, I mean, that, I wouldn't be alive without it. And there's many subsets of that downtown Mm -hmm. scene, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like, there's like the. There's like a queer one, mm-hmm. and, and even like in the, in that Venn diagram, there's like you know more. I don't know if they're still around lesbians or anything. Never, Stop. <laughs> Are they not around? No, I think everyone's like, oh, I'm not a lesbian. I'm queer. <laughs> Got no, it. No, 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 no. Got everyone, it. Everyone hates women so much. Right, everyone like, hates women so much that women are like us not too. Even allowed yes. to be lesbian. Yeah, yeah we're not even if allowed to be lesbian. If you are a lesbian, lesbian. you're a turf. Oh God! Isn't that the most? But and I think I feel bad because I think all anyone wants to do is feel like turf, meaning trans exclusive radical feminists. For those who don't know, and they are those people who are that way are terrible. Terrible. I got to do a Twitter war with them, and I didn't mean to. Yeah. You did? Accidentally. They're Jeff. really intense. <laughs> you're just stumbling along. You're like, lesbian, lesbian. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, actually, this feels sort of, uh, you know, uh, transphobic. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, I thought right. maybe, like, that that she didn't understand, which was dumb of Whatever. me. Like, no. But I, I was like, oh, I think maybe you're not realizing that this sounds transphobic, and then... You're like, oh, she's like, that's my point. Yeah, yeah. She's she like, like, that's my point. She was like, I'm not transphobic. I just believe. And then she just said the yeah. most transphobic thing you've ever heard in your life. Well, then, yeah. As someone who, like, is playing around in gender, you realize, like, um, there's all these, like, uh, complications. I mean, I was actually just having a conversation with Aaron, and I want to say what they, they gave me. Um, a quote. Well, uh, someone uh, to read. Um, oh. It's my phone, yeah. Uh, which was really, really good. And it really made me realize how uh, complicated all these things are. And to actually then start to say, who can say what is what or what feels right? good. Um, I'm going to say it right now here. Um, it was. It's in the N plus one on Liking Women by Andrea Long Chu. Um, and I thought this was... Aaron, mm. my partner, Aaron Markey, sent it to me. And I, I thought it was actually a really great idea of, like, what what does desire mean? And and, and, and sometimes we, we want to find, like, what even a gender we connect to. Mm-hmm. But then you're not allowed to participate on some weird biological level as well as a social level. Mm. Right. But then there's all these things, like, you know, and I'm a firm believer that I hope in 50 or 100 years, because I feel like we're kind of, like, imbeciles because it takes us forever to learn anything yeah but i hope that what we realize is that we'll look back and go ah people trans people which i believe um you know were expressing they were willing to put their bodies at risk and their in a social way and on a hormonal level Mm -hmm. because they realized uh that to uh, force someone into certain sort of um activities and and, and uh, pursuits on a social level because of the genitals mm-hmm. is problematic mm-hmm. on so many levels and and a lot of us can just kind of fall in line with certain stuff and then there's part of you that probably feels like I have no flexibility in this I don't have a lot of permission in certain things like right people have penises aren't allowed to express vulnerability and sadness and compassion and those are seen as weak but then when we don't have them as a society, we see what happens, yeah. which is happening now, which right. is then 
but that's what everyone's desperate for. But then when you put the onus on people with vaginas to do that, you know, a lot of people don't fit into that. Like, you know, it's just like, it's, and, and then, you know, we see, we know, we already know what it's like. We know that women or people with vaginas or people who are socialized as women are always kind of trying to push back and want to do more than just be baby makers. Which right. Which is like when you are under a patriarchy, which was about men kind of running rampant and doing whatever they felt like, which was exciting. But then if you talk to men, they don't feel like they have all that permission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then you're just, you're in a con- constant conundrum of like who who's, and so then it's like who's, opinion or whatever i mean this is where i get as an artist i'm always just like as soon as you start speaking you're in a binary yeah because the moment you put a a word to uh, associate with really what a feeling is that's what you're trying to express right yeah deeply trying to express a feeling and then pass that feeling as a concept or a thought which is really just a way of avoiding your feeling hmm Right? Because yeah. that's what we're constantly doing. Oh my God. Wait, all we the have art is... is a way of avoiding the feeling? No, no speaking. Speaking the word. Uh, thought. Oh my God. So all we have is dance. <laughs> Wait, so all we have is also dance. Also mime. Yes. Also, thank you very much. We have much. dance. We have mime. Don't get rid we of have, the Excuse mime. me. We have sculpture. Excuse me. We have right. prop work. Excuse me, which is essentially for me that's that's number one. It's very it's it's puppetry. It's 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 it's, it's shoebox art, but right? Yeah, but I mean, then you get. I mean, really, who defined language? It wasn't always. It was not from. I mean, who got to choose language? So it's like all these things are are things that were made mostly by men, mm-hmm. or at least defined, yes. maybe I should say. Huh. Even though... Yeah. Women came up with a ton of fucking ideas. Yeah, yeah. Right. And, and a lot of language, to... probably, Yes, too. and then... Um, credited. Sure. Yeah. Credited towards And then yeah. credited yeah. towards men, of course. Right, and men were the ones that were like, ah, oh, we'll take this, we'll take that. I mean, that's all religion. I mean, it's just like, it's all those things. And so you're... Hmm. And then, you know, and then you're always... Then in America, it's like everything's defined based on whiteness. And so then, yeah. then you have people who have long history as black... Americans up against that and then if you have new black people coming from like Africa and, the, and their experiences in here and then the Asian and culture and then you have the Native American culture and it's just like you're constantly and Latinos and so then that's America's based on a white male and then you're up against so it's just like constant and then in other countries that don't have our history or in their own kind of conundrum of that but most of them are based in patriarchy so mm-hmm. all that's kind of like you're always I didn't smoke weed or anything before I got here, but boy, do I feel like I'm all over Shut up! Are you kidding? What are you but talking wait, about? I want to hear more because you are, I mean, you're, you're kind of prolific in your art, I think. Yes. I, I feel like you always have a, a show. You, I feel like you're... I guess. You're productive. Yeah. Well, you, more you, so than me. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like you've... So, Unless I'm wrong, stop us. That you've made your own, you've made your own work ever since you got here. Is that true? Uh, sure. I don't have. I don't think I have the. I wouldn't. It's like one of those things. Like I didn't know I did sex work until I just was like I was trying to get cash to pay rent. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that I was doing sex work, but I because I didn't. I didn't know to define myself that way. But it was like, you know, I didn't know I was making my own work. I was just trying to get work or do things you know? right mm-hmm. right trying to get work or and do yeah things. well because i there was a um even when i had long hair that was like very you know attractive like i felt like it was like wearing a vagina on my head huh because it was <laughs> amazing it was the most feminine thing i think i had even, oh my god even my vagina is a little like <laughs> 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 i don't know 
some people may differ. It's, it's like very beautiful. Vagina. It's very, very. It's, it's like it's just a flower. Of it's like it as mask a vagina. As you can <laughs> <laughs> that pink little petal of flower. There's no it petal on. down here. No, it's all like I'm a man. Mine's a fucking transformer. It's truly just like more than meets the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Your pussy lips turn into little feet, exactly. and they're like, kum, 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 kum. and you can, and you can uh, mass produce in a Happy Meal at McDonald's. Exactly. But wait, wait what were quick. you gonna say though? You were saying even when you had your hair. Oh, I just I couldn't. Um, I wasn't. I couldn't do what normal. Uh, uh, I don't know what their words are. Heterosexual. Uh, uh, not even heterosexual. People who look like. Like I. I still I don't know if I was having red hair that you're, it's different or just even just me being like hey what's up I'm Becca even before testosterone they were still like okay all right simmer <laughs> yeah. down on the masculine <laughs> yeah and I was like I'm really trying to use my upper register right now right you know like right were you wanting to be an actor yeah I mean I came okay. I had some training uh, I went to college for it um, where did you go to college Otterbein College but it was a shitty college I mean you know no offense to people who went there but. It wasn't good for me. Uh, Isn't it real granola, Otterbein? Uh, I don't think so. No, it wasn't. I mean, I Westerville, Ohio, which, and it was a dry campus. I mean, we were. I, yeah. We literally had. I had, like, food thrown at us by like the guys. In Why? Because we were gay. They were just like it was very Ohio, right? Like in ninety one. Yeah. Is that where you grew up, Ohio? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, like a lot of people now. I mean, now it's. After Sunday, <laughs> it was like, right, you know, um, it was easy to be queerish in New York City or than it was that I remember coming up. Right. You know, New York, I mean, I, you still got gay bashed all the time in New York up until I think like the Obama years. Started. And when did you, <laughs> so you grew up in Ohio mm-hmm. and do you have brothers or sisters? I have a brother, an older brother, yeah. I was adopted mm-hmm. and so... Uh, uh, they had a, a child, and then they adopted me. And then I came to New York, <laughs> and I was like, able to skip that whole story. You can skip that story. I got adopted, you... and then I'm in New York. <laughs> now, I have a question, though. I have a question, just one quick question inside yeah, yeah. there. Did you know that you wanted to be an artist when you were a kid? Uh, I didn't even think I would live to be 18, to be quite real with you. Yeah. Um, hmm. I, I just didn't, I didn't know how I fit into the world very mm-hmm. well. I think when you're adopted, um, you're always just like, what happened? What did I do wrong? Or was I, you know, and then I just felt like I didn't really fit into my current, my family, even though I think now we've really resolved and come together. As you get older, you realize that your parents are just dummies (laughs) and they don't really know what they're doing and they're trying to just do what they know how to do at all costs, you know? Remember like your first friend who had a kid and you're like, you're gonna have a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I don't think you should be right parenting anymore. Right. Like I just hung out with you last week. You didn't make good decisions then, and it's just you and me. Exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? The keg no, didn't yeah. fit in the trunk, and I had to deal with it. Are you sure? No, I know. Right. I mean, I just, I'm sure as someone who has sex. With penises inside of a vagina, did you get? I was never yeah. having to worry every time I had an orgasm that I was like, "Is this the one?" I mean, you know. Like, <laughs> oh was, God! Always, oh, you mean is this the one that's going to get me pregnant? Yeah, I I always like that's what I was always like. How can you have? 
how do I mean I would watch porn? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Made yeah. fun of me once because I was like, how do all these women deal with cream pies all the time? Amazing. Because I was just like, how do they just not get pregnant? It just, I mean, I, many Wait, women... Wait, what's a cream pie when they come when you, inside you? Yeah, when you come oh. inside. How do they do it? For the pill or something? They, they, uh, you're every just day, taking plan B, they're like, oh, yeah. get another big anal <laughs> No! <laughs> <laughs> I think women are on the, they're on the pill. Pill, yeah. Or, um, or I'm not on the pill, but you're just, you just, you wear protection or you pull out, pull and, pray. out and pray. <laughs> or you know, you know, you know your cycle, you know, you right, know your right, cycle right. and there's only like, you know, a couple of days you can really get pregnant and you just sort of like go with it. Someone was telling me that, uh, or just abortion, 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 abortion. That's abortion. why they're there. Uh, they're Not there. anymore though. So <laughs> tie your tubes, kids. I don't think we need more babies. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I think no, the no, planet's no, no, kind no. of at a, I mean, I feel like that's like why there's more gay people. And then when gay mm. people started having babies, I was like, okay, everyone stop. <laughs> I'm a little old school. <laughs> I like to go to yeah, school up hills kids. both ways and gay people do not have children. Yes, of course. That's fantastic. <laughs> that's really but fantastic. Then, you know. So then, so then you, so you but didn't know. But what do you know, adoption then, just as someone who was You know, the, the people who adopt are fucking Huh. What do you mean? You know, who wants a kid that bad that they're like, I'll take, I just, I want a kid. I have to have a kid. Why? Why do you need a kid? Oh my God. That's so interesting. <laughs> right? Maybe parenting. Why do they want to parent so bad? I don't know. I think. There is a signifier in the in the social culture we have that if you're heterosexual, you have to have children. Oh, Because that's sure. the point. Oh, for As sure. As you know this, Oh, right? I know this. Right? Right? So yeah. then it's like once you're like past your baby making days, everyone's just like, well, we can't put them all out to pasture. Right. We need grandmas and stuff. So yeah. Ants are helpful for the home. And, you yeah. Know, like, we were just like, this is, because it's like, what do you do with women once they're past their prime? I don't know. I'm finding it out I, right, yeah, right now. Right. I'll let you know in like seven years. Yeah. It's just a weird, like, it's and I think that's why Hollywood doesn't even know what to do with them. They're like, I mean, women don't exist from the ages of 32 to 60 oh, because yeah. they're just taking yeah. care of children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And then, and then they have all these movies, and it's like, you know, Angela Bassett and Annette Benning coming out and being yeah. like, we're back! Right, and, and they're like younger exasperated. Than we do it in the 80s. And, and they're completely <laughs> exasperated because they're so desperate for it because they haven't right. had fucking any. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I can't answer that question because I haven't had a giant, giant desire to have children. No, so I, I don't know. I have none. That is so interesting, though, to talk about, like, that's why Hollywood can't do it. Because it's like, you know, I'm, I'm always so quick to blame Hollywood for not ever, like, allowing women to work after a certain age. But you're right. It's like, it's deeper than Hollywood. That's sort of the symptom. Yeah. It's all of it's just patriarchy. It's just, it it's is. Literally but it's, I mean, if you have everything under the guise of, you know, white men who've established systems yeah then like that so that's your framework right yeah so then you're constantly anything new into that framework the framework's like yeah it's not even grounded itself right so it doesn't even know how to expand. it doesn't know how to expand itself a white male uh framework is literally just two pillars and not even a really good top <laughs> I mean, that's weird. Not even a good yeah, not yeah, even yeah. Okay, so the future you're gonna even have a good job. Let me tell you what. So real quick. So some. For, so for some reason, you got yourself to school to study art. Yeah. I, what I, was I, it? Well, oh God. The reason uh, Latoya Evans, uh, uh, Latanya Evans, was my um, 
uh, what do they call it? A college advisor. Advisor. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, I can't. I'm not gonna. I was just like barely making it through school, and my I was pretty much kind of taking care of myself. I had many jobs. My parents were divorced. I was living with my mom, but I was my mom had cancer again, and I was kind of like taking care of myself mostly. And um, she was like, you should do theater, and I was like, what? Your advisor said. Yeah, that. and I was just like, and she's like, well, why don't you? Um, uh, I was a little total dick. I mean, at one point, I uh, she was like, well, look at all the colleges you want to apply to. And I was like, oh, maybe I should apply to Spelman. And she was like, Becca, don't be a dick. And I was just like, okay. Um, Spelman, the historically yeah, black. Yes. She, you know, Amazing. Um, but she just was like, you're going to apply to like theater colleges or something. And I was just like, I so don't. So she saw something. She was you. amazing. She this was, was your high school advisor. High school advisor. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. She was incredible. Wow. And so she That's said, so what about the, She took time with anybody. Mine was like, you are not applying to art school. You're wasting your time. Well, she was just like, let's just get you there. So she drove behind me uh, to my audition at Otterbein. So I couldn't. Like, Stop. Yeah. Wow. And my friend Janet, who was at the same uh, audition with me, thought that that was my, uh, um, uh, what are they called? <laughs> when you're uh, in prison? Oh Your parole God. officer? Because <laughs> she was like, I kept trying to leave and she grabbed me and be like, sit down. Stop. And I didn't know how to, I'd never really done, I'd done some plays in high school that they had had me do, but I didn't really know anything about theater or anything. Why so. did you want to leave? You were just... I, didn't, I was scared. Yeah. scared. I didn't know anything. So I, I, I had read. I loved to read, and I had read uh, *Arms and the Man*. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just went through part of the play and I, lines that I liked, and I pushed them all together. And Fierce. Like, That's my monologue. Fierce. Yes. And so I yes. Didn't make, mm-hmm. It was just. <laughs> it's amazing. I, nope. It's I amazing. I didn't really realize I was doing performance art at that point. Wait, I'm so sorry. That's so genius. That's so genius. Because I was just like, well, I don't really like the the way that this part of the monologue goes and yeah I'm just gonna do it yeah and so I was like well I, under- I connected these <laughs> kind of characters and if I could pull this together this is actually the monologue I like I, say, no. I was like it's technically a monologue from Mars and the Man that's so fierce they were probably like <sighs> well yeah and yeah I, they're like that's I, different I didn't really realize that yeah and then I didn't really get that I was you know uh, I think it was just because I wasn't doing this be- it was just something I was like oh this is something I got a partial scholarship for and I was like getting I was good at it I guess it was more like that's what I mean I have always said I fell into acting in that way because I realized I I didn't I, I loved rehearsal and then the idea of going on stage I'd, I'd have like a, oh, yeah. a vomit oh, yeah. like, I would just be like <clears throat> like yeah. I'd have these like panic attacks I was I still like, get that. yeah I was do just, you know what that movie have you seen that I don't know why you would see this movie except for me <laughs> Superman no Tea with Dames have you seen this no I haven't it's, it's a documentary it. with Maggie Smith Eileen Adkins Judy Dench and Joan Plowright it's and amazing. it's just them having tea talking about their life anyway oh, Eileen Adkins said even at, like, through her entire acting career she was like I would Throw be on the way to the theater. I'm not going to read the message. Yeah. <laughs> and she'd be like, would I rather be hit by a bus? <laughs> she wants to be hit by a bus. Or go to the theater. And she was like, it wasn't always an easy call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that she was like, sometimes so... I would like to have been yes, hit by a bus. Yes, because it's so nerve-wracking. Yeah. So you were literally pushed. Bless that woman. Yeah. What was her name? Latanya Evans. Evans. Bless her. Yeah. So talk about That's seeing deep. something mm-hmm. in a kid and being like, no, you're doing this. And knowing so did you do shows in college? They didn't really know what to do with me in college because it wasn't like 
1991, Otterbein was like ahead of the curve. Nope. Right. Well, in fact, they were a little behind. Yeah, my 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 uh, advisor said to me, he's like, "What are you, what are you a lesbian? Because no one asked you to prom." Like, and I was just like, "Yeah, I don't know. If this is a fit." Wow. I just, and I was also working like three jobs. I was uh, I worked at a diner, cockerels, and I worked at a um, deli, Rose's Deli. In fact, one of my teachers would come to my deli when I had double shifts and like do half my work with me there. And then I also sold Why? drugs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, We missed the most interesting thing. Hold on. She would come and do work with you? Well, because I had failed uh, a class in my freshman year, and by my senior year, I, I didn't finish college. But in that fourth year, uh, halfway through it, I had to make up for that freshman class. Uh-huh. And she just said... Um, I was like, I, I can't. I'm, I'm so busy. I'm doing these. And I think she just, a lot of those kids didn't have jobs. And I was right. working three jobs. And so I think she just thought, oh, you're not help. like kids. Like a lot of the kids here, like, actually, I'll come to your work. So, so she was coming from a good place. Oh, my God. She was amazing. Yes, In course. fact, she, I, I wish I remembered her name because I was such a dick. Because I was like, I just don't think women writers are that good. And she, I saw her face just be like, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> want to kill you. But I realize you're a product of your environment. You're a product of your environment. We're going to figure this yeah, out. You're going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, just like, I'm going to be patient right, right now. Right. And then she was kind of making me like take a step back. And I realized, I was like, oh, no. I know why The Cage Bird Sings was the first book I read. Right. Where I had never, ever read anyone talk about being molested when I was 14. Oh, and Black Boy... Which, well, that, that's like about anger, and it's what you write. But and then I was like, oh, and Rita Mae Brown was, you know, I was like, oh, all these seminal like books in my life were written by, by women. women. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm sorry, I, guess I just read forgot. too much like fucking uh, Henry Dumb Miller. Dumb dude, Henry like, Miller. Right, right, right. right. Like, well, it's a better talk teacher. about fucking. Yeah, it's a better teacher <laughs> really, than me. Really, like finger in pussy real yeah. hard. But there's instead. something about like for a 19 year old that that's like. Appealing, yes, and then as you, of course, turn 19 and a half, you're like, Well, yeah, he hated women. I was like, Yo, he hated women because he realized they're more powerful. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people feel I think it's a lot of people are very women are women, pretty powerful. I mean, there is something like women do make the world, Hmm. and that I think there's like that powers for, I mean. We're using words like men and women, and we also know that means many things in between. Of course. <laughs> okay. But it's good to say. It no, yeah, because it's yeah, because I, I mean, I, I don't necessarily identify as a woman, although I have those parts in my body that had the possibility to make, uh, make people, and I think there's huh. something about that that threatens men, or you know, yeah. that, that power. Um, um, and we still like, you know. I don't know. I think that's why. I think that. I think then again, if we're going back to where we were first, we're talking about it gets really complicated when you're, you know, when you don't feel like you're a like those women who are turfs. I don't think they're very nuanced at all, but I think they get panicked that no one's recognizing that mm-hmm. oppression huh. and that someone's going to come in and take that. And I don't ever think not one trans woman I've ever met. I've met many, many, many have ever had that. I know. If you ever get into an internet war with them, though, they will send you one article that proves them right, you know? Like, well, Aaron, I watched Aaron get it. I didn't watch. Aaron just was like, "Uh uh-oh, I just went in, and and they (laughs) were being eviscerated. And they were just really trying. I mean, I I I know Aaron well enough to know when they're being mean and catty and biting, and 
they were being so gentle. I was just right. like, wow, you know, you're, I mean, these people are coming at you with vitriol and you're literally just trying to help them. Like, here's a really new way of seeing this without taking away any of your right. oppression. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like, and that I think is like, how do you then like, how do you honor someone's feeling of those oppressions to feel seen invisible and then help you see an expanse of like, oh, and then there's all these other people that are a part of that. Yeah. That want to be like inside this, you know, it's like. Not to mention, just Twitter is not a place nope. for a nuanced conversation, nope. and I should know better. No, I know, but it's but it's also a huge public platform right. that we saw like have uh, tremendous effects, like the Arab Spring and right. all these right. things, where it has this like great power that was used to, like to try and use it for good. Right, but then it also. Had the 2016 election. Right. And then also, like, <laughs> right. killed us. So then there's right, that. Right. You know, I guess my I guess my biggest thing with patriarchy and everything that's going on right now with um, uh, the government uh, trying to erase the voca- trans mm-hmm. uh, people, I, I guess my just basic question of it all, and I know the answer, but it's like, what's... What's wrong with thinking of something that's beyond your scope of imagination and it's just fear? Yeah, I, I, guess I can answer that really easily. The, the reason is is because then it takes away the foundation of what you are. Mm. Right. And but, that is really... People are using the foundation of other people's belief systems for their own. Right, but to me that's own. such a fault. That's just like that's, that's fear because me per- personally... I feel like the more I learn about things that are other than me, only the more I grow as a person. But I don't. I feel like stronger in my identity. I don't feel threatened. I've never felt threatened. I've always felt curious, and maybe it's the way I was fucking raised and yeah, to and be it, a curious person and kind to people who are different than me. And I don't feel like that. There's, but we don't have any proof that it does take. I don't. I don't understand. It's just power and fear and patriarchy, and it's just so. Tiring. I don't. Have you seen? I mean, you you see like people that come from like small towns. They end up like being. They're like totally like homophobic or transphobic, and then their kid does something, and and they happen to be just a good enough parent where they're just like, I'm not gonna do horrible things to my kid right. because now that I'm I'm faced with it, I'm actually a pretty good person, right. and I'm gonna try and understand this. And then they get so much pushback by their community that they sometimes have to leave, you mm-hmm. know, and or their church won't take them, and then there are all mm-hmm. these things. So it's or like they're not reelected if they're a politician, right? right? And it's all these things. So then you're just like, I mean, it really does. We do want community. We do want like thing. And a lot of those people in those communities don't have the money to go leave and to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, how do I deal with this? I don't have the money to leave. I don't have all these options. So I'm going to just stuff it down or I'm going to do whatever. Or I'm going to kill myself. Or right. It's like all these things. And so then you, I mean, I, I hear you, but it, the country is really smart about divide and conquer. Yeah. I mean, that is really what they want to do. Isn't that what we're built upon? But that's how the apartheid kept that's working how, for that right, I mean, that's how all the, the Ottoman Empire, like, this isn't something that's new to America. I mean, this is literally, again, this that's is under patriarchy. Yes. And it's like, the idea of patriarchy is, uh, like, men need war. Or so they think. Mm-hmm. They need, and I know this is taking testosterone, you do need this weird expression for aggression. Hmm. You know, Wait, say this an expression again. for aggression, okay. and I think it's unfortunately been locked into uh, actual violence. And hmm. violence is this, um, I think, a reaction to not feeling loved, cared for, understood. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? But I do think that when you are young, and you see it with young men, and even if they like uh, poetry or plays, or if they like football, there is this kind of, you have something in you that's kind of moving. Yes. And needs some sort of uh, release. Yes. And so how what do we do to find ways to, to express that, and then also value reflection, compassion, mm-hmm. vulnerability, mm-hmm. and then have that balance so yep. that... That, that, I mean, that is like really what I, 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 I but you can't. It's raising humans. Yes. This we is, need again, to it goes raise, back to what, we how you're We need to raise you. humans differently. Yeah, we do. We, we do. need to start thinking different. We, we and so, and this starts with built, with recognizing communities that exist that aren't just binary male and female. We need to recognize these communities. Mm-hmm. We need to have all this straight with step back and bring these other things to the table, have people elected, have movies that we watch, have films that we see, have books that we read, have the people that we need, we need to push saying. and see diversity and all forms. We need to fully swing that way so we can, then children can see and reflect and, and know that there's a place where they can be too, if that's where they identify. Or if they don't, they know it's out there and it's normalized. But they also, this is the thing I real. I, I mean, I think it's, I was trying to say this uh, before and I, I, you know, get my such a stoner, but I was saying that I want to look back at, as a person and say in a hundred years and they go, we weren't letting people have so much fluidity that they were unable yeah. to be like, cause I don't, I think you're, you're born with genitals. Cool. Those genitals have function. <laughs> awesome. They have many functions for, for parties and for, um, uh, purpose. Yeah. <laughs> for wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. My parties are purposeful. Ooh, okay. Cool. Uh, yeah, but there's like, the party doesn't always have to happen, but it's fun. Sure, sure, And then sure. there's the purpose of maybe what those genitals are on like a... Uh, uh, and a scientific yeah, level. Yeah, and a scientific okay. level. What those genitals have to do with your spirit, in my mind, is very little. Because your spirit's wanting, your spirit is usually just using in this particular time this meat carcass to come to many conclusions, to to come up against obstacles and go past them. Because that's kind of what we all like, right? Like none of us would want things handed to us as much as we want to say. Yeah, I don't think so. Because no. you end up feeling with, you end up feeling no purpose, right? Because you can't get anything, but you don't feel like right. You, you don't know what it's like to, to kind of get there yourself yeah. and earn it, and you don't like it doesn't like really drop into your body. And so like, yeah, it's like an old thing, like a little baby like is trying to walk, and then you see, and then the little baby can walk. They want to be able to do that. Yeah, themselves. that's literally what we want to do with every single thing. Yeah. It's like when I was growing up, and like the people who just were born Christian were just like. You know, Christian, this is right, what I right, do. Yeah. And I'd never thought about it. Uh, whereas, yeah. like, no, that one person who became a Christian later in life yeah. was like so believed yeah, right, in a way right, that was so right. emphatic and crazy. Yeah. It's a weird example because it's maybe not the most no, pleasant but- example, <laughs> but it's an example. And then you become fundamentalist, and that it, wonderful right. you and got that's there. That's what this is about. <laughs> How do I get to fundamentalism? <laughs> but real quick, when. You did get to, when did you come to New York? Uh, 94. 94. Oh, wow, okay. Mm-hmm. And, been here a while. Mm-hmm. And you've been here mostly. Right? Oh, yeah. You've been um, here. Yeah, I haven't been anywhere else. And did you, start, did you start acting in like 
an auditioning sense? Did you I start friends, making your work immediately? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I came here with that purpose. I was, I worked at Stuart Howard Casting. Yes. And I, uh, yes. I came, and I remember saying to him, "Why are you always casting for Grease too? When what? you could be doing Brecht when that was all that was in his book." And I remember him looking at me, going, "If you can figure out how to make money doing Brecht, yeah, then great." And I just wow. remember being like, "That's the business," you know. It's like I was yeah. like, "Oh," but I mean, even. I, I kind of knew immediately just from being in that casting agency that I was not, there was no place for me, like even in uh-huh. that. And I didn't really know what to do. My my, my friend Kim Kefkin cast me in my first play. Um, Which uh, was what? Uh, it was something, it was at the Access. Do you guys remember oh, that place? Oh, yeah. Like on 20... Yes. I, it was like upstairs, right? It wasn't yeah, like it was yeah, the yeah, Access. Yeah. It's not, is it there? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But I remember, so you went there. It was like, this was, I, it was in late 95. And it was a blizzard, that crazy blizzard that was like 95, 96, of January of 96. It was the one that like literally the whole city was The city underneath. was like yeah. underneath. No. Yeah, the subways were closed and stuff. And I, I, I played a, a, um, a 31-year-old guy from Bensonhurst. Hot. And the woman I was dating at the time was like a born and bred New Yorker. It was Daisy Egan's sister, actually. Oh, really? Fun Molly. fact. Yeah. Fun fact. And I remember her saying, it's not the man... Or the 31-year-old. It's the fact that there's no fucking way you're from Bensonhurst. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up! That's really funny. It's a fucking real New Yorker. That's really good. There's no fucking way you're <laughs> like, There's no fucking way you're from Bensonhurst. That is so fun. Ohio. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I've only been here like maybe it's like That is fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, and then uh, I was always just like, you know, and then I, what was it? They worked. I worked on something that... Jim Farmer did, and I remember Jared Harris directed it, and that's when oh, I remember wow. like being around all those like F. Murray Abraham and like oh Lily gosh. Taylor. But I didn't, they didn't like. I was so peripheral again. Like I was just like the the backstage kid right. that they all really liked, and they were always like, "Oh, you're such," you know. But you were like, a performer in it. You weren't like on. I was no, I did crew. I did crew for everything. I did, and I ended up almost becoming part of local one as a sound engineer. Oh wow! Because wait, you're not? I thought you were for some reason. No, I didn't want to do it because I was like, if I do this, if you do it, then it'll be done. Yeah, Peter Fitzgerald tried to. It would have been done. Who did uh, One Dreams? Not One Dream. That was Sound Associates, who did all this like sound for all the big Broadway houses. Right. He's. I was doing. I was the sound uh, assistant, sound designer, and engineer for Dinah Was. That was. Uh, the uh, vet Freeman event usually did, and then Lilius um, Lilius White, yeah, Lilius took White. over for oh, wow. her, and I was her engineer. Wow! And then uh, so we were doing it at that Gramercy Theater, which I don't know if it's still there. It's on Twenty Third Street between Park and it was it used to be an Indian theater, and then they closed it down. And part of uh, they was do the, musicians do they have bands playing there now? Maybe yeah. I think it's like bands. Yeah, yeah it was a movie, like old Indian mitzvahs. movie house. Yeah. yeah, and then it became and then we did a show there, and I it, a Roundabout took over, and I don't know if they kept. Of it course, around. of course they did. And I remember so, and this was like ninety nine <laughs> or ninety eight. And I remember this older guy comes over to the board. I was on a, a 78-channel Soundcraft. And oh everyone, I didn't know what I was doing. I was literally learning it on the fly. But everyone was fucking with everything because, you know, everyone's like, I know sound. You know? <laughs> right, like, right, 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 right. Even a baby comes out like, I know sound. You right, know, you're like, right. oh, my God. And this guy comes over and he's like, get the fucking hands off the fucking board, Jesus Christ. And you I said that? Yeah. And he was like, you know, Peter Fitzgerald. Like, no one talks to him like that. And my guy I was working with was like, and I was like, I don't know who, I don't, this fucking guy keeps talking. And 
touching this and it's not this is what fucks everything up right and he was like who is this and they're like that's becca and he was like i want her working for me <laughs> Shut really? yeah and so he took me to lunch and then he was i was like i'm an actor and i could just see his face like oh <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute so you're like get your fucking hands off the fucking board and he's like i want her working for me basically because he Amazing. recognized that you should be he, well he was like this he was like you didn't he realized you didn't know who he was yeah right. and didn't care and I and just you didn't like, care you were you were there for the job yeah. you were which protecting is what the people want right and he was just like this like redheaded hothead you know <laughs> female that was like there were no women in sound and he was like I want and I was like strong as fuck and I was always really like you know and I was really right, right. obsessed with being a woman who was strong and tough and mean not mean, but just like I was like, I'll kick your fucking ass. Like I didn't really know. Like I remember being a Red Hook in like '96, and these like Puerto Rican kids were like fucking dyke, and I was like, What you fucking say? What you fucking say? Right, and I came right. up back to them, and they were like, Holy shit! Like they were just like, What the fuck? It's like you know, I think they, you know, you make these assumptions like this fucking like white chick with red hair, and I wasn't meek, and I was back in their face mm. like, Go oh, fuck yourself, you know? Because I was just like in in my mind, like New York is about almost like pontificate or like kind of yes. like, is this, and in Ohio it's, we were like we got nothing better to do than fucking do a little kick ass huh right you know there's like something about like this kind of like right that's crazy but yeah no New York is very much like get your Puff. pigeon chest it's, up yeah yeah it's get your puffy. pigeon chest up and walk the streets yeah yeah it is very like you, you gotta like yeah, you gotta blow you know, it up. Yeah, blow it up. I know it's very hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh I just shove my conflict. keys. I just shove my keys in between my knuckles yeah. when I'm walking home at night, and I just I don't think it's it like that boom. anymore. And because yeah. even I think I mean even I mean you see it like guys that would even be hustlers or all those things. You they're as much in their phones as you are. Totally, and it's true. and it's like I'm never point. worried about like physical violence. I mean, I'm also a humongous person, so right. I think that there's privilege there, but. I, I think I'm constantly stressed because you do have to have be puffed up because you're all in the subway car together. Yeah. And so I'm not stressed that someone's going to beat me up or whatever. I'm just, just stressed about, no, that, that people are just on edge yeah. and they're just going to snap at you. Yeah, yeah, you're like, yeah. Emotionally, you're like, yeah, emotionally, I, I, I might can't. be six foot five, <laughs> but, but I really need you. It's like, tender. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you understand? I'm tender. Even as puffed up chest buns, I can cry on a dime. I swear, the biggest people I know are the most sensitive. I can cry on a dime. Wait, so hold on. You also sold drugs. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. You also sold drugs in college. College? Uh, What's the statute of limitations on this? I think Um, it's five years. Okay. You don't have to talk about anything. I only know that because a friend of mine wrote a show about a time when he sold pot I cookies. sold drugs up until five years ago. Great, 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 great. Oh, listen, we all had a handful of just, E back in the day like, when we went redacted, to Redacted, redacted with times and stuff? Sure, like, sure. Boop, boop. Sure. No. It just be like a weird, completely different computer voice being like, seven years ago. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm yeah, on and it. And all of a sudden, my name changes. Right. Yeah, I'm on it. All of a sudden, and, I, and it'll just be like Becca. Becca will just be like Brian. All of a sudden, it's like, Hi, I'm Brian. <laughs> so, oh, so you're doing sound. You, 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 you're not doing sound anymore. When did you feel like you started? When were you making your own work? When did that begin for you? 
Oh god! I mean, I was writing. I was actually writing stuff for my the Schmerm show I did in like 1999. Really? Yeah. You started One that. of the stories was is was from that original stuff. I was so coked out of my mind, I would just write all the time. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, I got so much done. <laughs> clean, clean, clean. It's not just for Tina. Connie does too. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it called Connie. Connie. Oh, really? Oh, no. God. Connie's around. great. Connie was, she's always just like, hey, guys, let's just keep going. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I guess someone ran their jaw up the street. It's always what you really, it's like white people have That's like jaw problems, right? Fantastic. It's just like you can tell. It's always. Listen, like, I'm telling you. My friends are always like, don't have white people do coke with you because then everyone knows. They're all like, <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's got coke out there, the second I get my eviction notice on that door, I got an apartment to pack. <laughs> right. Save me a couple bumps. Oh my God, Jen. Sorry. You just end up playing solitaire in your phone. No. <laughs> I won't. You will understand. This, this whole place will be packed in half a day. Like half a day. You don't need the coke. <laughs> Is it gonna be like Gwendolyn with Jess, or just like with Jen? It just calms. The yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. She's actually more like chill. With yeah, it's like, hey guys. Like, you're like, what the fuck, Jen? Jen's doing rails of cocaine and calm. If the calm, day calm. is long, you would understand. Like before auditions, I'm doing coke to just like relax. Oh, gotta. Oh, chill out. Yeah. Oh, I feel so much better. Um. Yeah. So wait. So you started. It's you were starting writing. In yeah, I mean, early, I guess, but you didn't perform it. No, I mean, I did a reading of it at that McDougal Theater place, and I remember someone was like, "Oh, you should do that." But then I got to where I couldn't write past a certain time because I had all this kind of like tragedy happen in my life mm. when I was younger, like a sexual and physical abuse. I was just like shut down. I couldn't write about it, yeah. and then. Um, uh, I just got really dark into like bartending and like, uh, I don't know if, I mean, I don't think it was sex work. I was just doing whatever I could to figure out how to pay rent. And, um, I cut off my hair off, uh, and I was working with Circus Amok doing their truck driving. Circus Amok, right. You were driving. Yeah. In the truck, was not right. on the, it was in the East Coast. The, no, it was all just in New York City. <coughs> Five boroughs, excluding right. Staten Island. Right, we talked about this. Excluding Staten Island. <laughs> yeah. So the four boroughs. <laughs> we love to say the five boroughs. Without it being sad. But, I mean, you know, it was more for our own protection. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and then I, I, once I started working in that capacity, I, I felt... Uh, I was out it wasn't uh, linear uh, straight theater mm-hmm. I was just drawing too many straight people like all the, literally it was just that was my problem I didn't know I couldn't find queer theater because uh. I just didn't know where it was I know it was happening because when I look back like and of I'm course. Like, oh, it was happening. It was happening everywhere. But I just didn't know where to access it. And I it, couldn't oh, Google it then. No, you couldn't. You couldn't. You could walk around with a little fucking rainbow flag being like, anyone, anyone, doing anyone plays? here? <laughs> anyone doing free plays? I love to work for free. Um, I just want the experience yeah. and the friendship. I know. Now, when you meet 25 year olds and they're like, how much is it? And I was like, wow. I wish I had that chutzpah. Me too. Like, but wait, so the, the thing you were talking about where you're. We did it in the the five boroughs or the five boroughs. Circus, circus, yeah. 
Circus of Magic. Where you were performing there? I was too. the truck driver, and then I started performing with. Okay, them. okay. And then, uh, yeah, and the, and then I was. What with, did you do? I was in all of it: the juggling, clowning, stilt walking. Yeah. Learned how to do that, or he? Yeah, I, no, I learned right there. It was crazy. I was like, I, I, I was yeah. at that point. I was like almost Still thirty. Walking. I was like learning how to walk on my hands. That that. Hot. Yeah, it was. That and I impressive. didn't really realize to even think of myself as like I didn't know that I'm. I don't think of myself. I don't. I think literally, it's age is but a number. I truly do. And I, I when I tell people how old I am, I find it as like a sort of activism because they're just like, what? Yeah. You know, and I'm like, well, what do you think? I mean, you know, and it's, it's just like the rock. I just heard of you, and it's just like I, I right. wasn't waiting under a rock. I was <laughs> yeah. like, you realize that there are ground people doing like a lot of like you know young trans people where they're like bitching about parts. There's not enough parts for us. I was like, girls, not enough parts for like straight cis Asian men. Like, you know, like, yeah, come on. Like, just, this yeah. business sucks. I I just tell everyone, this business sucks. And being an artist is a privilege. It is not necessary. You know what's necessary? Plumbing, air conditioning unit workers, <laughs> teachers, contractors, builders, carpenters, uh, nurses, doctors. Those are what's important. Artists, yes. That you choose to do that. No one forces you to do that. You don't deserve anything. Yes. It is, that is unfortunately the reality. Now, if you become mm. an actor and you get hired by a company to do a job, then yes, you deserve to get paid. You get paid well. But yeah, I mean, you're, if you're going to be an artist, it doesn't... It, I, I always tell people, it's like, you do it only if you have to do it. Mm. I, I've tried mm. to not do it. A lot. I mean, and I think, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, I mean, I, and I, and some people get a little frustrated with that when I say that, but I, I just feel like it's a good uh, understanding that you can't walk into this thinking that if you, I mean, uh, Joe Pangalo and I joke about like, if you stick around long enough, you get kind of like awards for that. Right. Really, that is exactly what uh, Viv said to me. Yeah. She's like, stick around long enough. But it's true. Justin, because, Vivian. yeah, because it's, but that's the truth because, you know, it's like, why can't you find uh, specifically actresses or even like, you know, everyone's like, I can't find a, a, a person who identifies as Butch who's 56. And I was like, why would you? Yeah. Like, why the fuck would anyone do that? Like, that is uh. such a niche. Like, it was niche. I couldn't even find work, you know. And now that trans is hot, I'm getting work. And I even said, I was like, I get more work. I mean, Aaron and I got in a bit of a spat about this. But I was saying I get more work as a trans person than I did as a bull dyke. Hmm. Um, and it's, I mean, whether or not, you know, that is true, but I, there, there is more invisibility for masculine women. Cause again, this gets into like the, the, what's me looking like just like a white guy. Like what, and the thing about being a trans person on the male masculine side is that the, the moment that you're just like not feminine ish hmm. and you like have some sort of like, maybe like squirt of facial hair everyone's just like eh you just look like a weird like rectangle you know huh. but it, when you're f trying to be feminine it's like eyes are on you because huh. that's like you know everyone's like ooh what is that you know what's that shape what's that body and then that's when you that's when I think a lot of trans women get like because it's like Oh, you're you're bringing my eye to you because you're feminine, but then you, you have these because things that our I'm eyes because our eyes go to feminine because visually we we it's go more stimulating. To more feminine, it's also like, like more attractive. I mean, who? I mean, what's do we like an hourglass shape or do we like a rectangle? <laughs> Curves are way more well, like. Isn't it also that the 
the patriarchy has sort of trained us of course. To, to, think, look at to look at the, like, that. Right. That it's the man's gaze on the... Of course. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, and I and I only say that too because just... Uh, um, I mean... Do I like what I like because of what I've been trained? Like, yeah, 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 maybe, but also too, like, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, because I look at, I mean, I just, I have, I have sex with men, and I like, I visually look at, I, I pick out men, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I love the fucking haircut on a man, I love the shape of a man's face, I love the suit, I love, I love their butt, I love like a man, but do I look at women and I'm like, oh my God, she's so amazing. Right, right, right. Oh my God, she's so amazing. And there's also the the, the performance of femininity is way more unique and intriguing under this. There's more props. It is more, way more props. I mean, like, you Touché. know. Touche. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's interesting because I'm thinking, I, that's interesting. I mean, this is like when we worked on Untitled Feminist Show, I mean, we talked about this ad nauseum. What's unti- Untitled Feminist it Show? It was a, 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 one of Young Jean Lee's pieces. Okay. And uh, she was dealing a lot in identity politics. She did The Shipment, which was, you know, living like as a, a black American. And then she did uh, Song of the Dragon, which was kind of her life about Asian, being an Asian in America. And she did one called Church, which was like, her upbringing being really, her parents were very religious. An Untitled Feminist show, it was originally called The Untitled uh, Technology, The Untitled Technology Feminist Show, I think was the full title. <laughs> but it was like, what would be the worst thing to try and make? You know, like mm-hmm. she was really like, feminism was just this trigger word for everyone. Uh-huh. And so she cast a bunch of like world famous Bob, Lady Rizzo, myself, uh, Regina Rock, Katie Pyle, Hillary Clark, and Bianca Lee were the original cast for when we started it. And we just sat there and we were just like, what does this mean? What does feminism mean? You know, and it meant different things to every person. We was didn't it even... sort of like a chorus line sort of a thing where <laughs> yeah. Regina Amazing. was interviewing you Amazing. all? Amazing. Well, it was like a sitting or... around. Oh, the script was, it went everywhere. I mean, we tried every, I mean, it, for one point we thought about doing just like a, like a Bianca and I were doing like, we were professors kind of like talking at the audience and then the other actors performers were naked because that was her thing is she really wanted to have nudity and just kind of like what happened to the eye when naked bodies are there there. and 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 that at first it becomes titillating and then it becomes kind of like normal and then it and then to what can we do to have the body that has the signifiers of of woman and or identifications of woman femininity how do we destroy that and like how do we make everyone like i had some male friends that came to the show and they were just like oh my god at the end when you put your fucking clothes on i was like thank god because we were just doing ugly things with our bodies right like, right and there right, were some right. women in there that were tr- like uh traditionally attractive and i think and it was like all about ugly they were women. making sure uh, that it was yeah you know, traditionally it, unattractive yeah, move, movement right and or just things that were challenging that and so when we were just talking it was just like you know, like everyone in there who was somewhat of an other-ish where they were like, I'm not going to speak on the behalf of. And then right. we also didn't have right. everyone in there. We didn't have someone from this race or this race or this right, race right, or this right, gender right, or that right. gender, you know, or these people. It was like, we were like, this can't, this is not, this is just a, this is this, what the show is, is just the, our, our bodies that we, we made, how, you know, and it was just, it was a collaborative idea because it was just like, what are we doing? What can we do? Like we thought about us wrestling. So we had us, we'd have to wrestle naked, you know, like, because we were like, what would be the things that people would watch? And they'd be like, I don't want to see 
women do that. Uh. And then that's when, for me as a performer, I was really like, I'm not a woman. I don't want to be identified. And then it, that was the first time I ever had to start claiming hmm. um, in like the press and stuff like that that I didn't identify as female or male. How, how long ago was that? that? That was 2011. Oh. That was around the same time that uh, uh, Vivian was actually being like, I am mix, I am mix. And, and how did you feel about it? I felt a lot of things. The reason why it came to it is because I was naked. Uh, we, there was no language in the show because, again, what we found out as soon as you spoke, everyone clamored onto that language and being like, this is the meaning of the show. Because right. everyone's obsessed with that. Because it was dance, it was movements. Yeah. yeah. It was the desire. Because it was called the Untitled Feminist Show. Huh. And so everyone was just like losing their mind, being like, I get it, I get it. This is what you're trying to say. Right. And so <laughs> I was just like, if I'm going to be naked without speaking, I that's my agency. But no one, no one cared. No one did anything. This is way. I mean, this is before this is before the Post was the first publication that came out, and they were like, we've decided that we're going to honor the English language and say that there's such a thing as singular they. You know, which is like we use it all the time, but when it comes to someone's gender, everyone's like, bah, 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 bah. Right. I was like, you don't even know what like a past participle really is, and you're gonna fucking tell me that you really are like, I'm real grammar nerd. I'm like, yeah. get the fuck out of here. You don't even really understand grammar, because if you did, you would be like, I use singular they all the time. If you find a fucking wallet or if you find a phone on the street, you go like, oh, maybe we should call them. Yeah, we should call them. Yeah, because you don't know if it is a man or a woman's phone, you dumbass. Yeah, that's so, so you true. That's a, use that's, that. And that you use it all the fucking time when you don't know who the person is. Why not? I just heard, like, in Charlottesville, one of their big chants was like, like, it was so, it was so weird. What was it? It was like, there are only two genders. That was their whole chant. I mean, that isn't even on a, on a, biological nature like this is the thing I always think would someone go up to a flower and be like what are you doing what are you doing some of you are are, are producing things without a penis like you yeah. know you go up to yeah. ferns and you're like unbelievable <laughs> I, I cannot believe this is happening blah, 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 blah. but like, they are so mad they are mad because again those things like when nature is doing things and, and I mean, I, I'm trying to imagine if, if, if nature had some sort of revolt, like mm. trees just started uprooting themselves, like, I will not right, be, right, be right. around so many ferns that yeah. don't need penises or vaginas to right. just, and they're, they're freaking out, you know? Like, can you imagine? Like, the trees are just like, you know. Whatever, man. Yeah, they're just. They're just like, there. Yeah. And they're existing in nature, like the an- like animals. It's just. Yeah, I mean, it's just like funny. Could you imagine going up and like if like if a deer and you'd be like, this water had had people that weren't mm, in the certain identity of gender. And I God, I can't drink this water. I can't like, drink this like water. Squirrels mm. drank this water. But I think that those are like um, they're again. I think they are obstacles that you are working through. That um, you that it, all it is is limiting. Like when you don't when you don't. I mean, it's just like. We didn't see blue until recently, and it's because we evolved to see that because it was like in my mind we were we learned like we like we learned to open up. We saw more. Wait, like humans? The cones see, in our eyes couldn't, couldn't see, see blue. blue. It, it was until, the last color that we could see. Yeah, and who knows how many colors we still haven't seen? I mean, if you done heat or like yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, if you do mushrooms, it's like wait a minute. Right, but then you wait start a to minute. See, but, I mean, the thing is, is <laughs> that's orange is way more orange. Could That's not imagine? orange. 
Oh god, and I, mean, I don't even get you into like. I mean, that's I mean, that's a basic example of just like a basic opening up of something. Right, and then just to think that, that that you could be doing that without drugs, yes. and that there's so much because like I study Taoism, and my Qigong masters is like always the invisible is more powerful than the visible, and so if you don't see something, you think it's not there, but it is there. You don't. You can't see wind, but you can see the effects of it. And don't we? You yes, know? that's. And this is what we're talking about in Pema Chodron's, like when things fall apart. She talks about death. It's the unknown. We're so afraid. Why are we so afraid right. of the ultimate? The ultimate note. So why? That's mass. I mean, here's the thing: is male energy is the sun, it's action, it's visibility. Mm-hmm. Female energy is the moon, and it's invisible and it's reflection. And those things are need each other. They have to be together. And they are in us as beings. And so that that's the fluidity that I think I was talking about. Like, I want us to look back in 100 years and go, people, trans, people were so uh, desperate for fluidity that they would cut their bodies to assimilate, that they would take hormones and put in their bodies instead of, and, you know, like, I feel, I want to say like 100 years from now, people are like, they would do what to their bodies? Because mm. we wouldn't let them just... They would, they, you, you wouldn't. If someone had a penis, they weren't allowed to wear fabric that had opening to it in its legs. Why? Apparently, that that denounced their masculinity or that their penis function wouldn't work. Or we don't know. We're still trying to figure that out. Yeah. The writings that we've been reading <laughs> don't make much sense. Right. <laughs> but it seems like they were obsessed over yeah. certain people being on a screen. Yeah. We don't know why that was important. That's but apparently genius. it was. You know, like that's to me like that fluid. Because all I think is is when we start. It is by in our nature to, uh, we are flowers that are wanting to push up and bloom all the time. And no matter under what duress, we will, we will bloom. Mm. Even if it may not be very ugly or very long, but that is our, that is our destiny. Each mm. person has a flower. Each person is a flower. And we are under many different kinds of ground covers and ground exposures. And we're all trying to, in any circumstance, to bloom. Like that is literally our our spiritual desire, you know, and that's what we're, I mean. We're I feel like that's kind of what we're all trying to push up against, and and we're all collectively wanting that consciousness to be connected and do it. But we find reasons to separate ourselves when there's way more that we're connected by, you know. Letting someone have their like real dogmic Christian or whatever Muslim, Jewish, Hindi, Buddhist, or whatever fundamentalist ideas that you want is fine as long as you know that. That there, it's very expansive, and every if you were to get to the center of a circle, even if you were to draw it on the on the piece of paper, how many ways to get to the center? Hmm. There's millions. I just to, to think that, and then to lift the circle up and have a three D. There's even bajillions. bajillions. That's right. such a good point. It's, and I just, I just, it just blows my mind that I mean, even just what we know of like the the solar system, totally. that you could even think that. <laughs> that you could even think that like one religion is better than another or one sex is better or like to me I'm just like but but did you know we have a solar so like do you know there's, there's moons more like, in the solar system do you understand like, and do you like ground. I'm just sort of like I don't it's just so fear I, I just it's so fearful to me and I always think to myself like I thought about this once and I was just like when you die let's say whatever happens let's say you do go meet a person somewhere who like you know what I mean yeah. who who gets to decide if you go to like <laughs> the good I'm the sorry just heaven and hell to me is the one of the funniest 
sort of thing. Yeah. To me, I just think it's to you and truly all hilarious. Jews. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I just I think it's it's probably one of the most comical things to incite fear into children yeah. that like I could possibly. Oh, it's think it's a of. really great way of also keeping control of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's. I, I can't. It's a genius way. Of, yeah, yeah. I grew up with Catholicism. Oh, yeah. I went to an all girls Catholic yeah. high school, and I loved the high school. But like to me, I just I couldn't think of anything more theatrical than church. I I just I was just like this is so preposterous. I and the fact that we build entire governmental policies based on this this fucking book. Yeah. Just like it just I. I just knowing the book, so what, like I do, I'm just like y'all. It's mm, girl, she fairy tales, Tony. Yeah, cute, no, like yeah. cute, cute, cute. But like it truly, tr- I just I don't know where to go. But I think to myself, so let's say you do. Let's say we pass, and what happens is we do go somewhere where um, our soul is recognized by another soul or being or whatever. I I just don't think, and something's decided for me mm-hmm. uh, based on what I. It, I just don't think it's gonna be. You know, you were always right. Come on in. (laughs) You know what I mean? I just don't think, even if it's that, I don't think it's going to be like, yeah, more than often, you know what? You were right. Come on in. Come on in, Jen. Come on in. You want to be called Jen still? You could be anything you want. But you you were always right. I just... I don't, and this is for a person who likes to be right. Don't we all like to be right? Sure. It's validation. It's just validation. But the fact that, like, I just, I couldn't imagine... Living, I don't understand people who just don't want to learn. I just, I don't get it. I just, again, maybe it's just the way I was raised. They were just, actually taught that certain knowledge was is forbidden. is is forbidden, mm. and that this is the. It's just, it just blows my. It just, I could give anyway. Um, when did you start though becoming more of like? Because now I think of you, yes, as a performer, but I also think of you as like a. An artist, like a performance artist. Yeah. Do you feel that way? Or I guess do you... so. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting uh, residencies that make me feel like I have to do. <laughs> hey. So what's coming up? Um, well, I'm uh, Schmerm is still touring a little bit. I'm making a new piece that is dealing with my um, trying to understand the binary in terms of language and movement and how. Um, we, and it's falling into more movement. I mean, I'm really obsessed with the heartbeat because it's the one thing kind of most of us have in common. Mm. I'd say a lot of us. Um, (laughs) and that, and that there is an element of like this kind of like part of our body, like our gut instincts and our heart that actually are probably the most truthful or truthful parts of us. This thing is always going to stop us from learning. They're pointing to their um, brain. (laughs) My genital. No. (laughs) (laughs) I wear my clitoris on my head. Pointing to the forehead. Pointing to the forehead. (laughs) My third eye is my clitoris. Same, same, same. Same, same, same. These days. Same, same, same. Same, same, same. But yeah, I, I, so that's, uh, uh, I've been talking, uh, with, uh, Ishmael Houston Jones, who uh, is an amazing dancer, performance artist, maker. He he made the piece uh, Them that was in like I think it was eighty six. It was in response to the AIDS epidemic, especially as like a black man, a gay black man at that time. Um, I don't know. He, he came up with a woman I was talking to up at Wesleyan University, and I thought of him as well. I don't know what I'm making. It's just more about I want to look as an artist because identity politics is so huge right now. They're so huge and it gets everything gets really complicated when we start wanting to quantify identifications. I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. 
and then we end up not being other things, or we, we right. don't realize we're those. I understand representation matters. I understand seeing yourself reflected helps you feel like you are like uh, almost valid or seen, especially sure. since we're in a time in our in our human existence where um, media is really important to us and our validation somehow which is a little sad but it's also <laughs> exciting because it offers us like you know we now are interconnected universally mm-hmm. in a way that we weren't before right. and that I think certain authoritarian or dictators were able to like really sweep things under the rug and people not they having can't it. now right it's harder to do that now and so now they're trying but and they are succeeding in, in some ways, ways but, I, but it's also and they're hard. now harnessing that yes very yeah. media <laughs> and they also but it's also our brains aren't are I think strong enough to, yeah. to know how to deal with all that information yeah and so then how so I, for me I'm like so what is it that is the next step into that because we all know that the, you know I'm this and I'm not being seen I'm this and I'm not being seen I'm this and I don't have power and I'm like okay well what is that next step of what would that look like of that connection like what would it look like for us to be interconnected and deeply present with each other and I started thinking about the heart and I've thought a lot about um, uh, collective heartbeats so it's like I've thought I did a, a thing where I had someone put their hand on my heart and I tried to express a feeling using languages I'm not as familiar with, like Spanish or Mandarin, as I'm learning those, or French, because I can speak a little better. But then what does that look like if they put their hand on my chest? And I thought about recording my heart, and then eventually as a performance, wanting to almost use the heartbeat of the audience as like making music together. And so that's what I'm, what I'm developing. I'm excited. Right that's thrilling. Yeah, I, yeah, it's definitely going to be... Something, because I, 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 that takes me back to a lot of my like circus and movement background, which mm-hmm. I am much more excited uh, to play with. And then you know, um, I just want to get on a TV series so I can make tons of money so yeah. I can pay for it. Because <laughs> having to like get the Word. funding for it. Word. Word. Yeah, that's Word. the really hard part. It's like I want to get funding so I can pay people to work with them. Because it's like I have these ideas, and then you're like, I, I'm not into free labor. Yeah. Or I, I have many. I have like I feel like I have an arsenal of like free that people owe me. Right. But I'm, I'm not gonna cash. You don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to take a trade. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, you, of course. Do you? How you? Because I feel like you and Aaron are always. Well, maybe I'm wrong, but mm. I feel like Aaron's talked about like. Writing grants or like doing like, uh, Aaron's better at it than I am. I mean, I think Aaron. Aaron was also trained to be a performance artist. Right. I mean, their mentor was Holly Hughes, and they were like they literally learned how to do that. I did not have that. I had right. no mentor. The first mentor I got, I was like, I was you know, older than they were when they we started dating. You know, so it's right. like they kind of had this. Um, I'm not saying it was easier or anything for th- than it was, but I just was, I'm like almost 10 years older than them. So right. I have like a very different yeah. experience in the world, in New York City specifically. Right. And I think they were coming in when that was a little more like happening. There right. was a lot more of that. Conscious mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. And there was social media right. and there was like, come to Shmemini Right. I posted it on Facebook, you know? Right, it's right, like, right. Really, but you know what though, Shemanemi Shmeh was, was a really great good. Show. It was really, really, really good. 
It was really, really, it really was. good. All right. Well, I'm so, so excited about that. Yeah. Me too. And that actually sort of leads into our, our final question. We ask everyone. We ask everyone this. Um, uh, I'm going to look at the date. And what's really funny is that we were just talking about Pema Children and. Oh, yeah. And it's all. Like it's it's all about like you need to abandon fear and hope and live in the present. Yeah, it's Tuesday well, that's, the but that's not what our question's about. <laughs> what were you gonna Who's say? Who's getting now? the drugs tonight? <laughs> <laughs> our question is exactly a year from now, okay. October twenty third, two thousand nineteen. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your hope? What's what is your, your deal? What's your For dream? Anything? Anything? In your life, where would you like? You get it. You get your dream. Oh, you get your dreams. I will either be in mid development or coming to finish with that project. Okay. And that I would, I will, I will have the funds, and I'll also um, be on a TV show. Great. There you go. Great. Uh, um, so tell me, like, what 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 role are you on that TV show? Is it yeah. like a is it a oh you know I, I really, like, what, it's hard because I I I would okay I want to be on two TV shows. You great, great, guy? great. You we're on two. We're on yeah, two. Who's the guy that was on um, Scandal and An Orange Is New Black? Stop. That right? kid. Yeah, yeah. I said kid. Like, he was like a boy. This cute little boy, right? Like little muscle. Yeah, he was a little muscle boy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. Oh, and he was he had the one leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt. Corey yeah. Something. Well, it's kind of like I want something like that where I get to have one role where I get to be like kind of like like comedic yeah. comedy, and then and one the like one, scandal. I really want to be really like I really love evil, yes. dark, mean characters, and I want to be this like cutthroat, like trans. I, I mean, I would just be like I want to be like an evil person where I'm just like like a supervillain. Yeah, like I'm like well, like I was born with a vagina, so I'm always gonna be smarter. But I'm taking testosterone, so I'll know how to kill you. I'll also be you brutal. Yeah, yeah, right. So I was like, I want, I want that kind of like. <laughs> yeah, where's the tra- excuse me, but trans superhero here. I mean, well, there, Marvel there, is, there is one, right? I feel like there is. I'm so I don't know. I don't know. And you mean in like comic book culture? Uh, I mean, I feel like all superheroes are trans people. Well, that's actually a great point. It is true. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people on on the marginalizations connected to To, comics. They copied the comics because they are. That's interesting. You never actually really thought about it. You can can project yourself into it. You're not like watching the like white heteronormative like things. So that that supernatural superhero can have like anyone because it's possible to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because there aren't the rules. Right, there's no rules. There's no rules. And that's the kind of beauty of it, is you are unique and special and stuff like that. I am really excited for your your October 23rd. Is it the 23rd? Yeah. October 23rd? How is it like Christmas already? Yeah. Time keeps on ticking. Two months. I really can't. I really can't. I really can't. What about people have to get 10 presents? Eight presents. <laughs> Everyone was like, wait, wait, wait. I'm so stressed out. I'm generous. <laughs> um, I, I'm so excited for that year. I, I can't wait for your year. Thanks. What, what was your guys' thing? What are you going to have? Oh, gosh. We haven't checked in about it in a while. We haven't checked in yeah. in, about, in a while. I definitely... Um, we did it last, at the end of the calendar year last year. Mm. And so far... Are you getting close? No. <laughs> I'm not close at all. I will say no. Nowhere. But nowhere. my one big thing is I wanted to do a solo performance. And, and you're I do doing have it that on November 12th. 12th. Yes. So. At Dixon Place. Uh, nope. At um, the Duplex. The Duplex. 
Wrong D. Wrong D. Yeah, wrong D. <laughs> They're not listening. We're fine. Um. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The other oh. thing I do want to have is uh, Amanda Duarte is and I Snatch Adams. It's oh, that time right. of the month in Taney McCracken show. Eventually, I want to have, I don't know if it'll be happening a year. I'd say in five years, I want to have a full on. Production of like a Pee Wee's Playhouse, but with both yes. genitals and STDs. Can I? I, I, have, can, I no, didn't see that show, I, but I saw the pictures and I want to see it's, that well, show. It would be everyone exactly. have their own. Co- it would be that it's, kind of like there'd be cherry. There can I please STD? Can I please be a big of course, STD? Of course. No, I, I absolutely have. Can I, I just want to have be... someone laying there all the time? It's just a splooge of cum, <laughs> and they're just always like. And shove him in the washer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, and, and some vagina would run across like, uh-huh, I'm getting pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you want, I worked at the STD clinic. Oh, do you remember yeah. the Alan Lord, uh, the, the the commercials they'd have? And they, they don't have them anymore, but they were like these like trans women and would be dressed as like STDs and be like, I'm chlamydia. Stop. <laughs> it was amazing. It was what amazing. a gag. What a gag. It was. What and then they, cut, they stopped doing that. It oh. was like the early aughts. It was too so bad. good. It's too bad. I don't think I did know that. Yeah. Everything good ends. It does. Yeah. Now, now they just have like bad commercials. <laughs> I, but I love Callum Lord. So. Well, Callum Lord is oh, yeah. dreamy. I, thank I you. can't thank you enough thank for being you. on Touche and coming to the bedroom. We love you yeah. so much. Thank you so much for having me. And we're very excited about not only your new year, but I am really excited about that piece. Just just hearing you describe Hi. it, I'm like, there's yeah. a lot of there there. Yeah, yeah. I hope, um, I, yeah, I think it'll be something that'll be like, I. it's that kind of what's the next step about connecting past identity. Hmm. Touche. 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 <laughs> <laughs>